Welcome, the listener. Welcome back. You were wise to return to this program because it is going to be a fantastic episode today, don't you think, Josh? Oh, I I don't think I know. He doesn't think, folks. You heard it here first. <laughs> well, hang on. Well, yeah, that's you know, that's the that's the uh, slogan of different improv uh, groups that aren't us don't think I shouldn't even be saying that because it's not us that's not big it's town not rele- slogan not particularly relevant to this situation welcome to big town improv I am Jesse Moriarty um, my uh, lovely co-host here is uh, 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 is uh, <laughs> you, did, surely you haven't actually forgot my name of course not. I'm simply giving you an opportunity to jump in here. Okay. Well, my, well, I'm Josh Pilch, and I do think that's I Josh Pilch as well. Yeah, Josh Pilch. Uh, uh, everybody, this is Josh you. Pilch. I'll forgive you because you said I'm lovely. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, what can the listener expect from Big Town Improv? Well, every week on Big Town Improv. Uh, we have some discussion. We tell some true stories. Uh, and from that, we draw inspiration for a montage of short, improvised comedic scenes completely off the tops of our heads. We didn't write any of this. And then, Jesse, what happens in the next part? Uh, the second part of uh, Big Town Improv is going to be more improv. We are going to improv a extended, long narrative scene um, containing uh, multiple characters, locations, uh, places and things, um, ideas, conflicts, resolutions, uh, all, all sorts of, of wonderful stuff. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it. Um, we are that good. We are. Um, Just the so, two of us, right? The two of yes. us are that good. Yes. Uh, I hope we are anyway, because that's all we've yeah. got, right? That's it. Wrong. What? I've it's I've not- been I, I've been made a fool of, folks. I've well, been yeah. uh, I've been uh, flabbergasted by the, you, by this sudden revelation. You deserve that flabbergasting because you forgot my name. Uh, no, that's right. It's not just us. We've got Jesse, a special guest who is going to join us for the entire show. Awesome. And, uh, Can you introduce this person? Sure, I will. <laughs> All the way from sunny Atlanta, Georgia, which is the capital of Georgia, uh, uh, known for the Coke factory and that place with the hot dogs. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, more Atlanta details. More Atlanta details. Um, the the, uh, the Variety America, Playhouse. And, uh, <laughs> and he's from there, and his name is John Dorsey. Hi, John. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. We do have Coke and hot dogs here. What there am I so thinking many. of? What's the place? So it's, it's the world of Coke. <laughs> People well, here, that I that I know about. What's the place with the hot dogs with the paper hats they give you? Oh, that's the Varsity. The Varsity, yes. See, <coughs> I know what I, I'm talking about. The var- so <laughs> the Varsity is known for a couple of things. It's known to be a tourist place that you go to when you come into Atlanta, and mm-hmm. it's known for the fact that when you go in there, they shout at you. That's right. Like, 
you know how normally when you go to a restaurant, they'll say, hi, welcome to Dorjonos. May we take your order today? And then when you go to the varsity, they're like, what do you got to have? And they're like, they'll shout it from when you walk into the room. And it's yeah. terrible. And it's gross. See, but now, I've been to a couple restaurants uh, like this where their gimmick <laughs> is that the waiters are like abrasive and loud, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm always like, like well, okay, I, that's a fine gimmick. And uh, it, if it gets your restaurant, you know, more, more traffic, more power to you. But like, isn't it an enormous risk to, uh, to try and establish <laughs> that identity uh, first? Like... <laughs> How many restaurants try to do that and, and go under because they can't think? Um... Yeah. All right, I got a new idea, guys. We're going to be the mean restaurant. <laughs> you need to put so signs out. When you first open, you got to put, like, some warning ahead of time, I think. There, warning. What are, our waiters are One of my roommates was telling me. One of my roommates was telling me about a restaurant called Dick's. And yeah, it's Dick's just, Last Resort, right? I, I think so. <laughs> And hearing stories of, like, f- your food will be ready and the waiters will just not bring it to you. And they just stand around. <laughs> and I'm like, that sounds like a horribly chaotic environment that I would not want to go to. Yeah. Not for food. Would... Sounds like a bad idea. Like, like there's, there's, there's a, a whimsical gimmick and then they're subverting the concept of restaurant entirely. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Our restaurant has no physical premises, and you can't order food. Ooh, what a fun. great gimmick it is. Honey, Ooh. let's go there. Let's go there for our uh, anniversary. <laughs> awesome. Well, oh, I'm, I'm so glad to hear that Atlanta is uh, doing what, so well with its various In- gimmicks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, uh, well, well is a hard word, but yeah, we're we're still around. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, so uh, uh, to to conjure some more memories, uh, John, we usually like to use a little something that we call the random word generator. Uh, who's rolling dice? What's that? I feel like I hear someone rolling dice. Oh, sorry. No, that's uh, that's me. Uh, rolling all these dice that I have here. Uh, okay. Was it really? Yes. I, I thought I heard it. The clickety clackities. That is going to be a fun thing to take out of the audio file. Yeah, I'm going to be putting it in places <laughs> where it will be very hard for you to do, to remove from the track. Um, Dang it! It's like the dicks, but of podcasts. Dick's last podcast. So basically, whenever I'm talking, because you know, otherwise you could just mute my track. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I do have the random word generator here, um, which, uh, if you guys are ready, I will give us some entirely randomized words from which we can produce the amusing stories that will fuel our montage. Excellent. (laughs) Here we go. So clinical, but let's do it. Here we go. Uh, our words are imagine, contrary, admission, dump, uh, arrest, and creep. See, once again, I, I, I sometimes think that like when it says random, it means it's like finding a news article somewhere 
and just pulling like seven words right. from that because sometimes they have a a, a disquieting similarity to each other. <laughs> right, right. Um, um, but those are your words. Um, can you repeat mm. them? Uh, dump, uh, creep, um, arrest, perform. Um, and oh no, I've lost it. It's uh, it's it's come up with a brand there new was, one. These ones even more imagine. ridiculous. Imagine was one of them. <laughs> now it's just created a new list. One of which is Earth Flax. Huh? Yeah. Earth Flax. Like, look, I, I I tried to 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 refresh the page, and it gave me a new list, which are discover chocolate, earth flax, sil- silence, Bible, basin, and scan. Okay, Jesse. Now, when I when we were gonna have our friend John on the podcast, I <laughs> yes. I said I want this episode to be on the rails. You did <laughs> say that. I, I have so no control. <laughs> Historically, I don't think we've ever been on the rails. I, I, I know. I was just hoping this time. Quiet and tell us it. your Earth Flax story, Josh. <laughs> I will say. I do have a creep story and I have an arrest story. Okay. Right. This, this Let's works. hear those. Yes. I hope the creep so, gets Are they the there. same story? <laughs> yes. It's oh, all the same story. Perfect. This is a, this is a year, year spanning story. So a few wow. years back, oh, they're the yeah. best kind. Okay. So a few years back, uh, so the three of us used to live, or we all went to the same college yes. in Savannah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, after college, I went back to Savannah and I lived there for a few years, and oh. I did improv down there uh, with a group called Odd okay. Improv. That's my plug. I'm gonna keep doing Ugh, that. Plugging so many other improv groups. <laughs> <laughs> They're great. So I, I was with them for a few years, yeah, and it was really awesome. So one day, I was meeting with a friend downtown. You two will know this. This is very Savannah-specific Bull Street. Ah, uh, all right. Okay. Yeah. That Bull Street, Broughton Street kind of connection. Yeah. yeah. So okay. we're next to that CVS, and I hear this commotion, and it looks like these people are doing this tug of war around the corner. And I'm like, oh, it's a Sunday evening. People just acting up in Savannah again. And all of a sudden, we hear these pounding footsteps, and my buddy and I turn, and there's a guy bolting towards us with this purse in his hand, in one hand, and in the other hand, he's got, like, a massive kitchen knife. And he's running towards us, and he just shouts, move or I'm going to cut you. To which I was like, cool, I'm going to do exactly that. And I got out of his way. But my buddy kind of just sort of stepped back a little bit so the guy trips over my buddy's foot and <gasps> spills out into the road going into that square cool 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 cool, cool. that's one thing three other people go f- chasing after this mugger like down the street just they're out of sight oh my so god so they go running off into the distance <laughs> the purse he snatched was from this woman her and her husband the guy had like cut up her husband and oh, so we, fuck. like, stayed behind and, you know, Ooh. cleaned him up and got him uh, taken care of so the ambulance Ooh. can come. As we're taking care of him, there's those, like, Savannah trolleys that are going by. And people have their cameras out and are taking pictures no. of this man <laughs> on this curb. And we're like, get out of here. So we do all this. That would be the tour trolleys, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. One of the works. Savannah tour trolleys. 
So eventually the guy's arrested. He's taken into to jail. Uh, all this stuff happens. Time moves on. I move <laughs> back here to Atlanta a couple years later. And I get a phone call. I get a series of phone calls and messages from, like, a Savannah district attorney. And he's like, hey, we need to talk. And I'm like, see, that's real vague. I'm not calling you. And if, basically what they want is they wanted me to be a witness in the trial of this guy. Now, this happened in, like, right. 2016. I didn't go to the trial to be a witness till like, last year. Jesus. Oh. Oh, wow. So so, the, <laughs> so they're like, yeah, you need to come down. Um, we can also send a police car to come and get you if there's no way for you to get down here. And I was like, are you threatening to arrest me? Yeah. To not hmm. be a witness? And so basically, yeah, I got into I got into the courtroom. Uh, they had to take the the gentleman out of the courtroom because he was acting irrationally. Uh, and they <laughs> asked me these questions, and they were like, "So did 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 he in fact say that he was gonna cut you?" And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> I believed him." <laughs> yeah. And then I just had to drive back from Savannah, uh, back to Atlanta because I had to work the next day. Because I couldn't get off of work, and I didn't want to get arrested by Savannah PD. Yeah, wow. That might be the craziest story we've had so far. <laughs> yes, on this, yes, by on far. <laughs> that is insane. Uh, I, it, was, it was a wild ride. I can't believe yeah, that, like... Truly. They really needed a witness for such a <laughs> Well, uh, what's thing. funny is my buddy still lives in Savannah. So he was, yeah. he saw everything right. that I saw, he was like six feet to my left. So I was like, I don't understand why I have to come from Atlanta to Savannah to tell you what he's already told you and is already I, a witness for. I guess just the more evidence they have against the person, even if it's redundant, I guess is, is useful. And I don't know how law works. What am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> It was I, so is... I I got down to the courthouse and I had thought I had understood all the little parts of this story. And there was this guy there and he's like, Hey, what are you what are you doing here? And I was like, Yeah, I'm a witness. I saw the, the thing and I helped the guy, you know, get cleaned up and everything. And he was like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm also a witness. Yeah, the guy cut me too. And I was like, Excuse me? Whoa. And like the the person in question like cut him up and like took his scooter and like fled on this scooter. So yes. five years later, I was still learning new details about this yeah. adventure I went on. This is insane. So come on down to sunny Savannah, Georgia, a <laughs> uh, <laughs> friendly place. <laughs> Get mugged and cut by a kitchen knife. Well, Jesse, that is a, a, a lot of material. Uh, uh, is it, I think is so. it time? Is it time? Let me check. Um, uh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is the montage hour. Uh, <sighs> the montaging hour. Now, yes. Uh, now, John, we have a, a very silly uh, tradition to get us into the montage, um, which, not silly, it's very logical, very A to B connection. Uh, a group of chanting monks will come in and chant the word montage to help us transition into uh, the improv. If, you, if you're looking around for them, they haven't entered the room yet. Um, yeah. I have That's even little, more terrifying. 
I, I, I'm just going to mm-hmm. kind of beckon off stage like this and it'll, uh, it'll, <laughs> all, uh, <laughs> it'll all come in shuffling in single file. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, now you come, see them you know. in their brown robes and their, and their big hoods with their like yeah. their arms are like in the sleeves together, you know, and uh, yeah, yeah, and they're, they're very Classic solemn monks. and uh, religious people. Yeah. Um, and now they form a nice little single file line and uh and they're ready to go. So, uh, so Josh, are you ready for the for the monks? Yeah, let's listen in to what they're saying. <clears throat> that was one of the longer ones. Getting up off the ground. Hey, did you trip me? What? You just happened to be going by. I didn't even see you here. You Uh, didn't see me? Well, didn't you see me waving this knife around all crazy? Well, sure, I saw the knife, but I didn't associate it with you. I I thought that it was just a, a, a local knife. Well, it's not just a local knife. It's in my hand, and I'm going to use it to cut you. So well, I, don't move I, I, this time. I'm coming at you. Uh, oh, my God. That guy's got a knife. Huh? Who said that? Oh, I'm sorry. This is my wife. Um, Hi. We're married. We are. Yeah, congrat- con- six years. He's, Congrats. This is our honeymoon. He's my Second husband. Honeymoon. I don't care. I'm a maniac. Here I come. You have oh. a knife. Ah! Oh, I tripped again. Oh. You're clumsy. <laughs> I'm so glad we came here to see all the clumsy knife-wielding maniacs, honey. This, oh, here comes another one. Beautiful. <laughs> huh? Oh, I have two knives. Oh, hey, two look, people two knives. will be stabbed. Whoa! Ah, my roller skates have fallen out from under me. Oof. Ah, oh. Hey, buddy, Amazing. what's the idea? I'm an actual maniac. I'm trying to cause mayhem. Oh, you're a maniac. Where's your roller skates? <laughs> I don't need roller skates. I got a big knife. I got two knives. Uh, uh, well, you know what? I'll prove that I'm the bigger maniac because I'm going to cut up these tourists. Uh, so. Oh, here they! Here it comes! Here they! Here he comes! Gonna, he's gonna, okay, he's okay. gonna tear watch. us up! All right, all right. Yeah, okay, I really am. What? And see how close I'm getting you to you this time. I'm actually really threatening. Is what's happening? Wait, wait for it! Wait for it! Here, here he's gonna do something silly because he's so clumsy. I'm gonna rear my he's knife gonna fall. back and then what? Stepped in butter? What? Whoa! Ah, <laughs> uh, classic! Classic! Ah. Uh, classic, that there? classic clumsiness. Honey, uh, honey, you've got the guidebook. Are we supposed to tip the maniacs? What's what's good to policy? I, I, I read in uh, TripAdvisor that you're not supposed to, to actually tip yeah. them. They're really, you know, I wanted to see them, but apparently it's very bad for the local economy. They're really trying to yeah. discourage <laughs> it. So we appreciate yeah. your time. Yes, thank you very much. And to you, the, the, the larger maniac in the roller skates. Uh, 
No, don't don't thank us. We're on TripAdvisor. Yeah, it's right here. See, downtown uh. knife wielding, sometimes wearing roller skates. People sometimes they have two knives, and other times they may have just the one. But they're all really clumsy. It's not the most concise title. I agree. <laughs> yeah, we 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 actually write for TripAdvisor. We've been trying to think of a way to yeah. punch it up a bit. We're a classic uh, TripAdvisor couple. Yeah. This is not. That's not my complaint. My complaint is that I am am uh, uh, breaking the law. I shouldn't be considered a, a a a an attraction of the city. Okay, I'm. I I should be but, a menace. But you just slipped on butter in a frankly rather comical way. And okay, how many we'll times s- have you slipped on butter in, in the course of your maniac activities? Honestly. You know, uh, upwards of 20 times, but people just keep yeah. leaving butter all over the ground. Well, that's part of the thing. That's why they're trying to discourage this, because people leave the butter for the maniacs, and it's just not good for the city streets. Um, so I can, I can sort of understand. There was a, there, the, I, I would propose that they limit the butter area to a small part of the town, so you can still get the classic uh, clumsy maniac experience while, you know, not, like, driving your bicycle over a misplaced piece exactly. of butter or something like that. It's also very bad for the for the pigeons and stuff. Yeah, they're butter intolerant. <laughs> Look, I butter. don't care about the pigeons. I don't, I don't care about your good time. Uh, guess what? I'm going to prove that I'm a real menace uh, and uh, I'm going to take you guys as hostages and rob this drugstore. Oh, oh, here we here go. That's it. Right. I'm grabbing you roughly. All right. ooh, ooh. <laughs> okay, everybody, get on the floor. Give me all the money in the register. I'm going to cut up these uh, tourists. Look, look, honey, look. There's a big gumball machine right here. I wonder if he's going to accidentally. No, but I shouldn't try and guess. Oh, you know, but honey, just... if also, if you look next to the gumball machine, there's two movers moving a giant pane of glass. Oh, you're right. You're right. There is. Oh, I'm so oh, excited. Anything could happen here. Uh, that goes in the big pane of glass section of the drugstore right this way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm walking harmlessly past the gumball machine. And the pane of glass has moved away already. And then finally, I make it up to the register next to where all the bananas are. And I look, I got all the money. I'm a real I'm a real outlaw. Boy, this this feels great. I could use a snack, actually. Mm, Peel a banana. (laughs) Well, I'm done with that. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm slipping all over up and down the aisles. I ran into the gumball machine. Oh, no, the gumballs are everywhere. (laughs) Hey, did you say put this over there or over there? Oh, that's going in the article for sure. Again! Again! (laughs) Alright, honey, he went above and beyond. I think we have to tip him. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God?
Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Whatever you want. Uh, Your Honor, that was a little bit flippant. Is it acceptable? <laughs> uh, uh, well, he gave an affirmative, although it was in a, a bit of a, you know, Joe Pesci-ish... Gangster-ish sort of way, yes. Hey, right, hey, well. hey, I'm sitting right here. You don't, you don't talk about me like I'm not sitting right here in front of you, all right? Well, as, as long as his other answers aren't similarly comical, I think we'll, we'll be fine. This yeah. is a court of law. Yes, wit- <clears throat> witness, please refrain from having any silly answers. This is a very serious case, and we're trying to deal with it accordingly. shabba dabba doo Now, now, um, <laughs> now, Mr. Malone, uh, where, mm-hmm. were you present for the events of October 4th uh, 2018. October 4th, 2018. October 4th. Two. When was that? Uh, this was uh, last two years ago uh, in, in October. October. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, so it was in October. Okay, okay. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Objection. Yeah. This is comical. This is an amusing thing he's doing right here. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Uh, uh, Werther. You can't object to your own line of questioning. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> Very well, uh, Mr. Malone. Um, yeah. Can can you can you describe for the court, please, uh, the events that uh, led to the arrest of my client? Okay. Yeah, I got you. There's no problem. We can do that. So, down that day. The events that led up to the thing, right? So I woke up in the morning. All right, I was in my bed, and my eyes mm. opened. This seems serious morning. so far. And then <laughs> I got up. And usually when I wake up, I you know I need to go to the bathroom. I need to make myself some coffee. I need to take my dog mm. for a walk and things like that. Okay. Um, and so Normal I decided things. to go out, and I went to my I went to my work, and I, you know I was at work for you know you know eight maybe nine hours. Usually That's nine hours, but. But I, you know, it's it's eight hours, it's nine, but you know they have that lunch break in there, so you know, you know you have an hour lunch break and things like that. So, you know, I left work, you know, made some phone calls to some people, uh, called my ma. I was like, ma, how you doing? She was, you know, she's not doing so great. She's not doing so hot. You know, she's uh, she's afraid of the dark. So uh, you know, that's at that time, that's the- that's a little bit silly. <laughs> this is a grown woman we're talking about. <laughs> It's a little silly, uh, but but please continue. Uh, try to all right, steer all right, away from right, silliness. Right. So my, I got off the phone with my mom, right? And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I see a group of like four people coming out of a building. They're all wearing these ski masks. They all got these uh, these there these you know these uh, these guns, um, and they're like everybody needs to get down on the ground and they're getting and, you know they all get into a into a car, right? They all get into a car. But the car's really little. The car's really small. And so the four get into the first car, and they start piling into it. And you're like, well, that's interesting. All those those people, plus a driver getting into a very small car like that. You Objection! Think, He's describing what? a clown car. That's a Mr. clown. Malone, Mr. Malone, if you're not going to take well, this on, seriously, I'm a... I'm mm. taking this very seriously. You were not there when I saw it, all right? There was four guys coming out of the building with these ski masks and these guns getting into a car. Then you should have seen the thing after that. There were three. They looked like hobos, but they looked like very Great Depression era kind of travelers. Like one had a had a 
spindle over his shoulder. Mr. Uh, Malone, you know, these these men better not have had big red bulbous noses. Oh no no no! None of them had big red bulbous noses. Hmm. They had big red bulbous shoes, and they also uh. got into the car, right? And then, and then, right? And then I saw one of them, you know, hold on to the back of the small car, the bumper with his hands, and he was riding a teeny tiny little unicycle, and he was pedaling his feet really hard, and he was pushing the car forward, and it was really interesting <sighs> to watch, and I had a lot of fun. And then another one came by and was passing out peanuts to everybody. It was a really great day, honestly. I'm pretty, I'm pretty impressed with it. Mr. Uh, Werther, <clears throat> no, no, I've heard enough from you. Uh, look, I, this is a very serious case. We need to know who committed this murder. And so when you <laughs> called a witness, I did not expect him to explain what a good day he had at the circus. So I'm afraid we're going to need to get a different witness, someone who's going to take this a little more seriously. Well, I do have another witness, but um, uh, uh, I, I don't know if the court would entirely approve, Your Honor. Well, well, we need witnesses. Very well, and this witness, I am told, never forgets anything. So we are certain to get an accurate uh, hmm. assessment of the situation. Oh, um, that's good to know. Never uh, forget like, anything, eh? <laughs> I would like to call Mr. Jumbo to the stand. <laughs> Hello there. It is I, Mr. Jumbo. Mr. Yeah, you thought I was talking. You thought I was talking about an elephant with my uh, <laughs> reference to never forget. But no, Mr. Jumbo is just a giant man who has a very good memory. I'm sorry, Mr. Jumbo, that, that was rude of me to assume. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, call an animal. I to was give very testimony. hurt by your insinuation that when I walk, there is a sad trombone <laughs> that plays behind me. Uh, yeah, you, you caught that I was making that noise with my mouth. <laughs> yes. And you're the one who insisted on a I non know, silly was, proceeding. I know, I know, I know. That was, that now, was... Mr. Jumbo, I understand that, that you are enormous, and so your perspective would have been pretty far away from the events described <laughs> on October 4th, 2018. However, yes, can course. you tell us? What you saw um, mm. from all the way up there uh, yes. at, occur at the First National Bank at uh, 6 a.m. on October 4th. Yes, so I witnessed quite a heinous crime. All right, this, this is what I want to hear. This crime was disturbing to me as a citizen of this fine city. And it mm. very much so mm -hmm. shook me to mm. my core. And so I am here today as a dutiful citizen to explain to you and to do my part. And that is very what I am going to say. Yes. The crime that I witnessed is there was a flash mob circus that was passing out peanuts to customers and charging them $20 a pop. Now I ask you, <sighs> is $20 acceptable for a flash mob circus? I don't think so. I saw a flash mob circus in Utstadt, Germany once, and they only charged a penny per person. 
Gavel, gavel, uh, gavel. Mr. Werther. No, uh, no, no, you don't. I'm not going to let you. Mr. Werther, you need to call people who are related to this case as a witness. Are you, are you sure? Because I think you'll regret it if I do that. No, no, I won't. That's the only way for this system to work. Fine. Then uh, the defense would like to call its final witness. The murder victim, Mr. Zombieberg. Okay, now this is... <coughs> I, I excuse see... me, excuse me, excuse me. Yes, hi. Thank huh? you. All right. Now, uh, Mr. Eugene Zombieberg. Um, yes, hi. Um, could you please describe the events of October 4th, 2018 at 6 a.m. to this court? Yes, Absolutely. Yes. Well, I'm sorry, um, if, I, if I may interject for a moment. This isn't like yes. the last time where I assumed it was going to be an elephant and it ended up being a big man. This time I assumed it was going to be a zombie, and, well, it seems it is. Yes, I, well, I yes. Yes, he's, I, he's I'm a murder a victim. Yeah, this is the man who was killed. Uh, returned as a zombie mm-hmm. to consume the flesh of the living, but that's not particularly relevant to the, uh, to, to the trial. Being a zombie does not mean that I am not a concerned citizen uh, interested in the governing and the governance of our city. It's his well, own murder right. we're trying to solve here. So, um. it, it's very unorthodox, but uh, yes, what better uh, witness is there? All right, tell us who did this to you, Mr. Zombieberg. The person who did it to me was, unfortunately, my killer. Yeah. Yes, yes. Case and, closed. And who was- no, Boom. But, but but who was that? Huh? Who was the, the killer? killer? The man who killed me. Yeah. Committed the... Wait the a murder. minute. It was 6 a.m. It was very dark. It happened from behind. You two, you are so not only... going to... You're not going to suck me into some sort of funny Abbott and Costello routine where I keep asking the same question in a different phrasing and we go back and forth and it's silly. <laughs> Very well, Your Just, Honor. I have, I have one final witness then. Really? Uh, yes. Okay. This is the most serious witness that there is. Okay? All right. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, I call... The silly version of the judge to the stand. Whoa, there! This court is out of order. As you can see, this man is identical to the judge in all ways, except he's much sillier. Now, silly version of the judge, can you tell us what happened on October fourth, two thousand eighteen, at six a.m.? Why, absolutely, I'd be more than happy to. So, the scene has been set, and the curtains have been drawn, and here's the thing. Everybody got a free birthday party! Yay! (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't even their birthday, Your Honor. Case closed. Case closed! Uh, well, um... I don't know how you did this. Um, <laughs> you've found some sort of silly clone of myself. Um, I guess, uh, well, at the end of the day, if I'm going to give some clo- closing statements as the judge, I guess I would just like to say that 
it isn't the job of the judge to <laughs> determine who <laughs> the murderer is uh, or to investigate any further about that. So, in a way, I was a silly judge all along. Come on, brother. Let's go get some expensive peanuts. Yes, let's do that. Best lawyer ever. Gentlemen. Gentlemen. Earth flax. I need it. Where can I get it? Huh? Earth flax. I need a lot of it. Uh, earth flax, sir? Yes, we need at least six. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 six earth flax. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, we, we're working on it, boss. Uh, we'll be able to get uh, that to you. If I don't come back and find six earth flax by the end of the day, you're both fired. Uh, stop, oh, okay. stop, stop, Slam! <laughs> What the hell is Earth Flax? Oh, he seems really angry. I don't know what Earth Flax is. Here, I'm gonna go to my computer and I'm gonna look up Earth Flax. What is it? CKS or I don't know. Is it F L A X? F L A C K S? I would have thought it was F L A X until he said he wants six of them. Then it sounded like it was a plural word, like flax, multiple flack. Multiple flack. Okay. The, oh, wait, interesting. Brian, hold on. I'm. Can I say I'm really sick of this job? You know, every day Mr. Stompemeyer comes in here demanding some something, and and you think you'd be able to figure out what it is from context, but there's no details in the in uh, uh, the words None. around what he's saying. Yeah. Do you remember last week when he came down here and he said that he wanted 14 pounds of hoodly clack? And we had n- we spent the whole day looking for that hoodly clack. And I tell you, when we finally found it, we looked ridiculous. Stop, 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 stop. He's coming back, he's coming back. That's By the way, Brian, good work on yes. the hoodly clack job last week. Of course, you're, yes, of course, sir. You're looking at a promotion if you can get this earth flax. Stomp, stomp, stomp. But you, Kevin, uh, oh. yeah. I'm suspicious of you. After all, Why? Uh, because you couldn't find that uh, moist flan last year. Uh, all right, well, stomp, I won't let stomp, you down, stomp. sir. Slam! Brian, did you hear that? This time he said... Yes, I was right here. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, I was going to say the specific thing I wanted you to hear. Did you hear that this time he said, this Earth Flax? So now it does sound like it's F-L-A-X. <laughs> but last time he clearly said he wanted six. <sighs> we, we, we just gotta... For, you know, let's just find one, and if we find the one, we can probably find the next five. So this right. here says that there's a store of earth flax here really? in town. Yeah. All right. It says well, they're about to close, though, sure. so we got to hurry. Oh, no. Uh, okay. Here. Uh, well, t- let's get in my car and let's go drive. Okay. <laughs> We're here. We're here at the earth flax store. Hello? 
Hello, can you open up? Uh, yes. Uh, hi. Do you sell Earthflax here? Oh, yes, but we're just about to close. Uh, please, w- w- could you please make one more sale today? Oh, very well, come in. Oh, good, good, good. Okay, so we just need six of Earthflax. Cubed or shaved? Fuck. What do do you prefer? What what would you suggest that we do? We have to take it back to our boss. What would a fancy guy want? Oh, shaved is the most popular. Great. Six shaved uh, earth flax. All right. Artificial or natural? Natural. Natural, Natural, right? Very well. It's a bit more expensive. Wait, hold on. How, How expensive are we talking? Oh, well, six earth flags, uh, artificial, would come to uh, $20 and the polite handshake. But right. uh, oh, six okay. earth flags uh, of the natural brand would be uh, an atomic bomb and <laughs> a great American novel. What? Okay, well, it's easy to find a novel, but... Uh... No, you have to write it. <laughs> We have to write the next American, no- like, great no- American novel. Yes. Hey, uh, okay, you know what? Maybe we're just sort of browsing. Why don't you show us the Earth Flax? Yeah. Oh, right this way, sir. Here are your protective suits. Huh? Protective suits. Okay. I'm, I'm not convinced that this is a real thing. I feel like maybe this is a whole charade. No, look, I'm sure it's real, okay? This is this is our inn. We get the Earth Flax, we take it back to Stompemeyer, we show them that we're both integral to this team, and we're both going to get that big promotion. Now, remember not to look the Flaxsmith in the eye, as that's quite huh? offensive. There's a Flaxsmith? Okay. Why does Mr. Stompemeyer want this? I've never heard of this before. <laughs> and yet there seems to be an entire economy built around it. Yeah. Let me turn the the big, uh, big uh, heavy uh, spinning lock on the metal door here. Uh-huh. And I'll go to the next door and punch in the code. And now, very carefully, we navigate through this maze of laser wires. Whoa! Okay. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Bob and oh make the roll at the right moment. Ah, my back is bad. Oh, this is this is stressful. And here we are, Flexmaster. We require six. Uh, oh, my come, Flexmaster. Mate, give me six. That's all I hear all day. Uh, I'll turn and look you in the eye. Oh, uh, uh, no, 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 uh, no, 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 no! You will become a stone statue for eternity. <laughs> What? <laughs> That's something you say before we walk into this room. Uh, <laughs> yes, I suppose so. Okay, look, we're almost out of time. Just give us the artificial ones. I have $20. Oh, very well. Here you are. I'll just grab them off the shelf for you. <laughs> All right. Okay, thank Here's you. The... Come on, let's get back before our company closes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back. Wait, at the, we're back at work. 
once again, I didn't do any telemarketing at all. <laughs> it's so odd that we're constantly being sent to find these really obscure supernatural items for our boss of this telemarketing yeah. firm that we work in. Yeah. Let's see. Is Mr. Stompemeyer still here? I think yeah, there he stomp, is. He's in his stomp, office. Stomp, oh. stomp, 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 stomping around my office. Stomp, 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 stomp. Mr. Mr. Stomp. Stompemeyer? <laughs> Brian! Come in, come in, my lad. And Kevin, I suppose. Hmm. Well, look, I, I got it for you. Six shaved artificial earth flax. Hmm, let's see here. One, two, three. Very good job, my friends. Good work. Yeah, go ahead and take the whole weekend off. Good show. Oh, oh. Wow, seriously, Mr. Stampamari? That's really awesome. Yes, of course. I try to foster a healthy and friendly work environment, as you know. That's wonderful. All right, everybody freeze! I'm here to rob this telemarketing firm! <laughs> oh no! A madman with a knife! <laughs> oh no, and he doesn't know that most recently we've been trying to sell uh, big tubs of grease! <laughs> <laughs> Here um, I come! <laughs> no more does he know that inside most of our cupboards are not uh, office supplies, but clouds of bats! <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm getting closer! What else doesn't he know about us? <laughs> oh dear, that, that, that snare trap that we put in front of my office, which if you're stepping it will like cinch up and then dangle you from up, uh, upside down from a rope. One Why more step! <laughs> I bet he doesn't realize that Mr. Stoppermeyer just keeps a gun in his drawer at all times. <laughs> well, no, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> Pass me my silencer, Brian. Here you go. Yes, of course, sir. And the final step. Uh, you all saw that. He was trying to rob me. He didn't even slip on anything. All right. Well done, everyone, on the montage. I would like you all to give yourselves a pat on the back. I'm going to do it pat, myself. Pat, there pat, pat. Now, are you ready for the random words that will provide our uh, second um, part? Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Uh, John, are you ready? I'm so ready. All oh, right, let's see. Just like old times. Here we go. College Your words. Love. Wall. Blame. Calculation. Impact. Gallery. Hypothesis. And mastermind. Hmm. Wall. Gallery. A lot of times, John, we, <clears throat> we usually like to just jump right into this one, whatever the words okay. make us think of. Let's so, uh, do it. Um, Here we I'm go! Impact. 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 It's 
I've never been to one of these uh, poetry sessions before, but it's amazing. Impact. Uh, yeah, me, me neither. Is this impact? Do you think? I know you love poetry. Uh, I'm trying to impact. <clears throat> yeah. You know, honey, I'm trying to understand your interests a little more. Oh, sorry, sorry. Impact. <clears throat> We're almost coming up to the second stanza. How, how can you tell? Impact. Wait for it. Collision. Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Come on, oh, yeah, give him I, an ova- a standing ovation, standing ovation. Uh, yeah, yes, <laughs> wonderful, yes. <laughs> oh, thank oh, you man. all. Thank you all for coming to my poetry reading tonight. As you all know, my name is Cardboard. Huh. Now, I have been writing poetry for the last 15 minutes. And in that oh. time... I have learned quite a lot about the magical art of poetry. I learned that you do not need to know how to write. No. I have really? only just recently learned English. Really? It's quite, it is like my today. third language. Oh, astonishing. Oh. And yet here I am, I stand before you, reading my 1400th poem, Impact. Well, that doesn't seem possible. <laughs> oh. Who is that? I, I'm t- who said that? Who said that does not seem you you, possible? You don't I, dampen please? cardboard. How do you? Sir, how, how does he sir, have a reputation? He just. Uh, uh, please hi, stand. cardboard. Oh, yes, I don't no. want to. I don't. Honey, no, no, no. no. We are all cardboard. friends here. We are all, all right. friends. Please come join me here on the stage. Oh, well, no, no, I, I I don't want... Oh, everybody's pushing me. Uh, ow, ow. Uh, that is the I power card. of cardboard. Oh, honey, you, don't mess well, this up. Well, what is your name, your, friend? Uh, it is wonderful the poem now, honey. This is, uh, uh, my, this is my wife, um, Imogen Poot. Yeah, you may, you may know about the famous actor Imogen uh, Poots. Uh, no, she, she is two of what I am. Uh, She's half as good an actress as Imogen Poots. She's just one poot. Yeah, I, I want to be an actress, but uh, it's just not working for me. Listen, cardboard. <laughs> I, I'm really, I'm, uh, I came here because I'm trying to impress my boyfriend, but, but uh, uh, this isn't really my scene, you know. Like, can you go easy on me? I've been introducing her as my wife. Imogen. <laughs> Imogen. Imogen, it is not up to me to take it easy on you. I hear that there is already strife in your relationship. One believes you are married. The other believes that you are simply boyfriend and girlfriend. We, no, no, no. we here C- at cardboard, this poetry... I, I, I just got nervous because the... Uh, the uh, internet hookup is bad, uh, <laughs> but no, that that is my <laughs> that is my husband, uh, Mr. Cardboard. So good to meet you, Doug Poot. Doe Poot, Doug, Doug Poot. <laughs> but how well, did you know his husband. nickname? <laughs> yeah, they do call me Doe Poot. Uh, I you can't I am you can't cardboard. ask cardboard like things like that. He he sees things on a different wavelength, honey. Okay, okay, okay. Now, Imogen, I heard what you said. 
uh-huh. when you were in the audience about my poem Impact. Well... And your disbelief that I have only been writing poems for the past 15 minutes. Now, your, your suspicion is well-founded. I think well, in yeah. many occasions, you hear of such accomplishments in such a time frame, we really must stop and think to ourselves about the veracity of real life. But I am here to tell you that it is, yeah. everything that I have said here is true. There is a word that is pronounced impact. There is a word right. that is pronounced collision. Also true. All of right, the that's... words that I have spoken here so thus far are, in fact, words that other people have spoken before me. And I can prove it. I have a dictionary here. Look. Oh, don't. Look at that. No, honey. No, 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 cardboard. I can't listen to you being slandered like this. Look, if we go to the eyes, honey, and you go and you scroll down. No, no, you have to look at this. Look at this book. I no, and then no. I am. I impact. It's right there. No. Remember, I, I know that impact is a word. That wasn't what I objected to. No, remember, so we were all, we were all introductory members to the idea of cardboard. Even myself had to understand and be introduced to the energy of cardboard. Forgive Apparently me, Apparently, fifteen minutes ago, right? Sure, but did you not at one point meet your husband? And at one point in your relationship, that relationship was only 15 minutes old. Whoa, he's right. I remember it. It was uh, when we first met on our first date. Don't you remember the Carnival Cruise Line at the buffet table? Took you, you 15 minutes. You took a Carnival minutes. Cruise Line for your first date? <laughs> I'm extremely rich. <laughs> Cardboard. I'm rich and eccentric. That's why I can finance uh, and pe- uh, poetry sessions like this. That is that is I a think gamble. Maybe, I think yeah, I think maybe cardboard. It, it's not so much the expense, but he's probably wondering if it was a bit awkward for us to go on a week long trip on a boat in the middle of the ocean as our first date. Well, i now it's coming out. Was did you think it was awkward? Well, Imogen. Did you find the, the week-long cruise trip with no other passengers but you and me and the staff of the cruise ship to be awkward? Look, I didn't expect to be uh, on trial here. I came here to support your interests and, and try to understand poetry, but frankly, I, I understand it so much Imogen. less than I even thought I did. Imogen. What is it, cardboard? <laughs> I think Doe here has made a very fascinating point. Mm-hmm. You took a carnival cruise ship line with one other person for your first date. There were no other people on this line. <laughs> there was only staff members. And yet Big you had enough but you're faith. Right. You no. had enough faith. And now this man is your husband. Huh. It's true. I, guess now, I will true. say that with as is for me i had to have faith when i became aware of the energy of cardboard from within myself i had to have faith to be able to stand here before you and to speak my truth with you to share that with you this is a place of sharing and vulnerability (sighs) that's what poetry is imogen i can't believe yeah for the poets i who who here is not a poet you imogen are a poet. Is your life not full of rhythm and rhymes and cycles? 
Mm -hmm. He's got you there, Imogen. <laughs> well... <laughs> Doug... Uh, maybe... Cool it a little bit. <laughs> Doug, Doug, your energy is, is well appreciated, but I... We're here to help Imogen. We're here to help her see the light, as it were. Are we? Are we going to give it I'm... away that this was all? This was all a re Imogen, honey. I, I arranged this whole Doug. thing. Doug. No cardboard. I think. I think she needs to know. Oh. Uh, uh -huh. Oh. Yes. I. I. Doug. I used my vast, irresponsible wealth to uh, sponsor this whole thing to help you finally break out of your shell and understand what, what poetry is instead of this ridiculous Robert Frost crap that you've been reading. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying, though. Imogen, as Doug here has said, I am a poet. And what is 15 minutes? What is 50 minutes? What is 50 years, 50 lifetimes when compared to the sheer size of cosmic existence? What is... 15 minutes or 15,000 years to the sun. Here Whoa. we stand before you, Imogen. We are now close upon our 15 minutes. In 15 minutes, you have been introduced to poetry. And this audience is not here for me. They are not here for cardboard, Imogen. This audience has been gathered here today specifically for you and for you to read your poems to the world. It's true. I'm just a facilitator. I know there was a poet in that heart somewhere. Won't you, you take a seat, Imogen, and, and, and read some of the poems you've written? I, this is, I, this look is... in the audience. I brought, I, I hired a bunch of famous literary critics and poetry analysts and, uh, and poets from all over the world just to help you come out of your shell. And with There's... a push of this button, be... I seal a, I've sealed the building. We're not leaving until okay. you have successfully mastered poetry. I'm going to just sit down here and eat some of these cheese cubes. Uh, um, okay, honey, we definitely need to have a serious talk later, but on, on the one hand, I kind of see where you're coming from. You know, over, uh, over time... I do feel that some of the color and joy has left my life, you know? It's true to say that I'm not the same Imogen Poot that you uh, once met. You know, when my acting career was completely overshadowed by that damn Imogen Poots, who's twice as good as me... Could have used the fake name, never... It's just... Well, yeah, hindsight is twenty twenty. but... All right... If, if you think that this is what's best for me, dough, cardboard, then maybe I can find it within my heart to find poetry. Excellent. And you've already taken your first steps. Listen to cardboard, honey. He's, he's been a poet for 15 minutes. 25 yeah, minutes at this point. Right. <laughs> Whoa. It's been a long time. I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna give him the Nobel Prize right now. I'm just gonna do Thank that. you. That's there my third go. Nobel Prize in the past twenty-five minutes. There you go. Mm. That's why. And I maybe there's one for you in the future. <laughs> That's right. 
the sole arbiter of the Nobel Committee. And, yeah, ah, yeah. this chair is so nice. I'm giving it a Nobel Prize in chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, all right. I'll, I'll try to say a poem. <clears throat> um, okay. Uh, poem. Feel poem. the words flow through your body. Images. Yeah, yeah, cardboard. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do that. Okay. Uh, and then um, speak those words. You have to. You, you hear what he's saying? You have to think of the words first, yeah, and to, then say I have them. to say the words. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I understand. Okay. So All right, there's something muscles beautiful. Something in here, and you want to shake those really quickly while pushing See, thought, air through them. I thought I understood how this was going to help me, but now I'm back to being like this is a little bit condescending. Now, listen, Imogen, uh, maybe just for your first poem, it would be easiest to do one in English. Yes, I was planning on, on that. Okay. All right. Something but don't feel bound something by that. that. Something that speaks of my soul. Okay. Say um, something good. Yes. Make okay. it a good poem, honey. Make it good a good poem. poem. I'm trying. <clears throat> don't try. Uh, just make a good poem. Oh, okay. that's some Yoda um, shit right there. Uh, the the sunflowers uh, bloom. Uh, they're all yellow and tall, and uh, I want to sniff one of them, and it's nice. So that's my poem. Can you excuse us for a moment, Imogen? Cardboard and I need to talk. What? I'm gonna Just, put the, I'm gonna put down me, another wall in between the two of us. Hey, wait, guys! <laughs> Cardboard, uh, how do you feel about this? How's she doing? Joe, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, just just in be my brutal. thirty minutes of being a poet. Yep. In my thirty minutes of being a poet, I have never seen more raw poetry talent. What? I have not. There is nary a poet since the beginning of time maybe not since the era of the triassic period has there been a poet with such potential doe doe let me buy your wife (sighs) incredible i i I always wondered if this day would come and a random street uh, hey, um, I pulled off these, the... this wall is kind of thin. Uh, <laughs> surely you mean by the, my honey, materials, honey, honey. right? Give me a moment here. Cardboard, make me an offer. <laughs> I mean, for, for, for talent of such immense... This Imogen Poot has the potential to reach the, 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 the cultural relevance... Of Imogen Poots. That's that's what we're talking about here. Whoa, I'm willing like, to offer you. I'm willing to offer you twenty dollars and a polite handshake for your wife. Uh, I'm gonna raise the wall. This is something that a couple has to discuss. <laughs> Imogen. Yeah, it have, is. <laughs> cardboard has made me a pretty compelling offer. Um. He wants to buy you for $20 and a okay. polite handshake. I'm, um, I'm pretty disturbed at the implication of this, so I'd like to unpack it, and maybe it's not as bad as it seems. 
He says he's buying the rights to Imogen Poot. Kind of like how the Disney Corporation owns the image rights to Mickey Mouse. Yes, or, exactly. Or Babies Born After 2011. You are a poem. Your life is a poem. He's got you there. So legally and philosophically, if I buy your poems, I'm sure there have been several courts that have already agreed to this statute, trust me, that if I buy your poems and life is a poem, then I own you mine, body, and spirit. Wait a minute, though. Now that I think about this for a second, Cardboard, doesn't the poem that is Imogen belong to the world? Can we really deprive people of that, what, I would propose that we uh, load Imogen into a computer and distribute her mm. all across the internet so that she mm. is free to download for everyone. Mm. I, I'm liking this, Imogen. What do you think? Yes, Imogen, do you have any thoughts? Feel free yeah, to type in. I don't, I don't like any <laughs> of this at all. Cardboard, <laughs> cardboard, you are no poet. You are... Uh. You're, you are How no poet. Dare. You are just an evil man. And Doe, you are no husband of mine. As much yeah. as it pains me to say it, our entire marriage, while I keep searching for these, you know, uh, uh, points where I can sort of see how it's helpful, these, these instances where I'm like, oh, okay, maybe he's trying to help me like write poetry because it would be good for me. For every instance of those, there's another where you're, uh, sealing me into automatic walls, which is really problematic, or trying to sell me. That's it. I'm done with both of you. I, I never should have given up trying to be an actress. I need to escape this convention center. I'm running away! Imogen. Imogen. I can't Imogen. hear you. I'm running. She has... She has achieved what we had set out for her, Doe. Yes. She has emerged from her chrysalis. No longer a caterpillar, but a beautiful hummingbird. Exactly. Imogen, wherever you are, I hope my voice finds you. Yes. Doug yeah, and I... All right, I'm not that... I'm just up here on the balcony. I can hear you clearly. You didn't do this. I... <laughs> the choices we... of the women in your life are not dictated by you. I've made my own choices. <laughs> and yet, Imogen, that has been the message of this entire event. Doug and I, in our infinite masculine wisdom, have mm. decided that Yuck. the only way for... <laughs> The only way for the women in our lives to achieve true self-awareness is to put them in such debilitating, awful, dehumanizing conflict to where they have no choice but to rebel against their and then, oppressors. And we expect you, you, you to thank us for this. We exactly. expect gratitude for this. <laughs> yeah, act. you know what, guys? You're not alone in that feeling. It just usually isn't that... <laughs> Uh, said uh, that blatantly out loud. I'm still going to get out of here if I just keep running upstairs. Do <laughs> uh, uh, you think she'll actually be able to escape from the convention center cardboard? I think she is a stronger woman than she was when she first came in here. I think I'm right. not! I'm the, no, I'm the same woman as when I came in. You guys can't affect that for me! <laughs> it is good to know that I have helped another woman achieve her humanity We've through saved pain her. and suffering. 
We've saved her. Uh, I I saved her. Whoa, cardboard. Let's let's not deprive me of the credit that I earned having installed the immensely complex uh, mechanical walls that slide down around this convention center, as well as paying for the initial carnival cruise, as well as uh, sponsoring you, a random person that I met and convinced to become a poet 15 minutes ago. Really, the true villain of the piece is me. (laughs) Are you two fighting now? Imogen, no, a fight wouldn't... Were you going to say, let the men talk? It kind of was, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, there are a lot God. of stairs up this place, but none of them take you out of conversational range with the people on this, the ground. It's so this echoey! Great, this place has great uh, acoustics. Which is good for when you're doing a poetry reading, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> You guys are like a living metaphor for oppression. (laughs) And yet, in that Imogen is the greatest poem of them all. No, it's not! Robert Frost wrote a lot of good poems. You guys are being really dismissive. Uh, Well, Cardboard, you want a gumball? I'm going to go over to this gumball machine and get myself a gumball. I would love a gumball. Yes, thank you, Dale. There you go. Uh, you're Whoa. not gonna be able to get, you're not gonna be able to get that gumball unless you raise uh, all the walls and and uh, unseal the doors. Yeah, well, she's right, but yeah, I guess I guess there's nothing really she can do anymore. She's uh, we've 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 won. We've, we've she's succeeded. a self, she's a no. self-actualized woman. <laughs> I'm, I'll push. Thanks to us. There we go. Ha ha! Finally. Ha! <laughs> a maniac! That's right, I'm a maniac! I've been wanting to slash up everyone at the convention! And you've just been stuck behind the wall pacing for the entire Ooh, I've been waiting! Who's that? Imogen, it's fine, it's a knife-wielding maniac! Oh no! He's gonna make it difficult for me to get out of here! Look, I hate you guys, but we better start listing the things that are in this building. I suppose. I mean, uh, uh, well, let's see. There's the gumball machine that I have. Uh, um, uh, right, obviously, a gumball machine. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, the whole place is being renovated, so there are actually like four or five uh, pairs of workmen walking with huge panes of glass um, <laughs> and just making their way around the, bu- the building. Um Oh and dear, I seem to have left my pair of 70s style roller skates somewhere, and I'm not sure where I left them. They're probably sitting on the floor somewhere between us and this this knife-wielding man. Yeah, and of course Kevin McAllister was left here alone, so he set up a lot of traps to thwart the bandits who occasionally rob the convention center. Um... Guys, I can't quite hear what you're saying anymore because I'm so high up, but I have been leaving a trail of a slip and slide all the way up the stairs as I've been running, and now I'm turning on the hose. Oh dear, I just forgot. Tomorrow they have Liberace playing here, and so they're airlifting in his 14 massive pianos for the performance tomorrow. It's a good thing that you finished up your poem in time, because otherwise the, the sound of this airlifting operation might have been distracting. 
All right, are you guys done listing the items that are in this convention center? <laughs> Almost. There's also uh, <laughs> a uh, big. Uh, uh, there's there's going to be next week is a uh, convention on tar, and the day after that is a convention on feathers. <laughs> so. Um, I'm bringing some some supplies in ahead of time for that. Hey, uh, hey, uh, excuse me, fella, excuse me. Well, I'm part of the construction crew. We're moving all these glass panes. But I was wondering, uh, does anybody know where I can put this anvil? You know what? I'm not going to bother you all with this anvil question. What I will do is I'm going to put it on this very high bookshelf next to all of these vases. Yeah. That's probably fine. Thank you for asking. And a couple of my bowling balls, too. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, uh, oh, and, and there goes the, uh, the, the train uh, containing all our, uh, cars full of zoo animals of various sorts um, passing, passing through town, uh, which we can see now that I've uh, unsealed the building. Um, well, uh, well, uh, yeah, I, I think, think we're that's done. everything. Yeah, I think that's everything. Okay, proceed, maniac. Not quite, not quite, guys. <laughs> oh, sorry, Imogen, I, what do you see? You'd be surprised, but at the top of all these stairs, did either of you guys know that there's a big ape who keeps throwing barrels down the whole way? Oh, yeah, that's the convention center ape. Um, thank you for reminding us. There's also the convention center ape. Uh, he's at the top of the stairs. He throws barrels. All right, that's enough listing things. Uh, that's about as much as I'll be able to remember. So, uh, <laughs> any, any, any last, uh, requests before I cut you? I'd like to I hear a one. poem from Cardboard. <laughs> yes. Sure you don't want a gumball? Well, now that you mention it. Actually, yeah. I think that... Let's get a gumball. Go for it. Well, I'm going to take out this quarter. Okay. Put the quarter into the gumball machine. I'm going to turn the style now. Yeah. And there it goes, going down the little slide. Uh, oh, I can't wait for this. Do. I'm going to come at you and stab you. Cardboard, watch out. Oh, no. I'm pushing over the gumball machine in. And it's shattering everywhere. Whoa, 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 whoa! He's slipping on the gumballs. Oh, the cardboard! Look, there's your uh, '70s roller skate. That's. Where I just it need went. to get my footing. <laughs> Whoop! Ah, oh, slipped right no, into he's... the roller skate. Whoa! Oh no! Now he's headed for that bookshelf with the anvil and the bowling balls and the vases. Look, as each item subsequently hits him, he's pounded further into the ground. <laughs> He's been sent all the way to the second floor. Let's uh, let's take a look at what's going on down there. <laughs> oh, look, he's oh, hitting no. the, the panes of glass. The workman with the panes of glass. Oh, oh he's boy. headed for the stairs. He's going to try and come back up. Oh, but here comes the barrels. <laughs> oh, hop, boom. Oh, oh no, look out. 
Look Whoa! out for the slip and slides. Ah, I'm sliding up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh. so much momentum. <laughs> oh, there's Kevin with a paint can on a rope. He's swinging it at him. <laughs> this is the worst day. Surely this is about to be over. Oh, but I'm still uh, sliding upstairs. Uh, Wait, look, there's a, outside there's the window. <laughs> oh, right, the grease. Wow. Okay, that's just more slipping. <laughs> yeah, it's the same mechanic. Look out effect. for the tar. Watch out for the tar. Ah, uh, ah, yuck. Uh, oh, well, I wish it should I could be easy to get off. No feathers. <laughs> <laughs> now he looks comical. Why do I make that noise now? <laughs> oh no, he keeps sliding so far. He's gonna slide right out of the convention center into the uh, train the... full of zoo animals. Uh, blood. <laughs> oh, and he's all covered in feathers. And now one of the ostriches thinks he's a lady ostrich. <laughs> Oh no! She's wi- he's waking. Her. <laughs> Never mind. I'm climbing to the top of the train. I'm running along the top of it. Jump! Oh no! I landed on a piano that's being raised. Donk ding donk ding. I have to say, cardboard. It's nice of him to provide this running commentary about what's happening. Yes. Well, remember, we still have an audience full of critics and, that's true. and people waiting to see poetry. So it's good that he's providing uh, audio to what yeah, they're no, clearly true. not good, seeing. Good point. Yeah. What the fuck is this show? I like it. And that, ladies and gentlemen has been our performance art piece entitled Impact. All right. Get out. Oh, that was rude. Wait a minute. I get it now. This is one of those poetry shows where you guys are intentionally really mean to us and do crazy stuff the whole time, right? Yes, this is Dick's Last Resort. (laughs) I knew it! Slapstick. Classic. Classic and funny scene. Yeah. Oh, man. and funny, times, our old uh, college group. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, wow. you see this piece of paper I printed out? It says, keep it on the rails. It was a note I <laughs> made for myself, but look what I'm doing. Crumpling it up. <laughs> Throwing it out. Well, I'm, I'm shocked, Josh. Um, I think that was pretty on the rails. I mean, yeah. we had a lot of uh, very down-to-earth, relatable scenes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. As always. Mm. John Everybody's Dorsey. been in a funny courthouse where they had to call a giant who <laughs> could only see what was happening from high above. <laughs> that is true. And John where they Dorsey. called a the- <laughs> silly copy of the judge. Yep, yes. Everyone has specifically been in the scenario of that one scene. 
Yeah. Yeah. You're in the courthouse, and the, the defense attorney calls a a version of the judge who's silly to, to testify. Exactly. It's happened to us all. Common experiences. That's the thing. I'm going in for yeah. the. I'm going in for the wind down. Should I go for it? Is he going to describe another part? John Dorsey. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for yeah. being on the show. Thanks for coming Earth to Big Flux. Town. Thanks for inviting me. This was a lot of fun. Uh, very, yeah, uh, very nostalgic. I Wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. That's the whole. We we really mm-hmm. wanted to get that vibe back back from those days, which was just the I remember with days. enormous fondness. Yeah. yeah, me too. We did so much this improv awesome. in college. <laughs> we d- we really did. <laughs> that's been the uh, that's been a recurring uh, um, um, point uh, of, of of all former effing funny people have been on the show is saying just how often we met and practiced and stuff like it was quite a lot uh john are you are you still doing improv uh occasionally not here in atlanta so like i said i was back in savannah i was doing improv with a group called uh odd lot improv yep uh which i know them they're our friends too yeah we did a couple shows at their old theater back when I was in F and Funny and then I went and just did the group um, mm-hmm. after college. So we're you know, they're still doing shows. They can still if you go to Facebook, they're still doing live shows because Oh yeah. You know, in person shows are not really a thing right now. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I, in Atlanta here, I I tend to not do it in terms of a theater. I just use the skills that I I initially learned at F and Funny to kind of inform a lot of the stuff that I do. Uh, all the time. I do teach here, though. Oh. Oh. I teach kid improv. Like, nice. for oh, really? kids and teens. Yeah. Um, cool. So it's actually really cool to watch, you know, like, I think the last group I had were 12 to 14 years old. And it's really awesome to watch them uh, go from doing things that, you know, the rule of don't try to be funny. So they try mm-hmm. to be very, you know, quirky and ridiculous. Uh. Uh, but then... <laughs> <laughs> But getting to watch them interact with each other as people and that, you know, the people in your scene are also human beings and you can together create something that's really fun. So that's actually been really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a great, great philosophy. If if the listener happens to be a parent in Atlanta, Georgia, who uh, thinks their kids would enjoy that, where where would they uh, look to, uh, to uh, find that? So I was doing them at the uh, Big Shanty Community mm. Center. Big Shanty, that's in Kennesaw, Georgia. Uh, so okay. they, they'll do like spring classes and summer classes. Um, so I've done, you know, theater classes, like theater camps, musical theater camps, uh, improv camps, and just kind of standard weekly Saturday classes as well. Very cool. Um, that's awesome. Well, yeah. thank you for sharing yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And do you uh, have an uh, an online presence where our our listener can uh, find you and follow you on no. the internet? All right, fair not enough. really. Uh, I don't really smart post man. a lot. I don't really. Oh, I post to my Facebook. That's mostly about it. But for my improv stuff, not really. Fair okay. enough. It's probably a good, yeah. good policy. Um, yes. <laughs> 
but not one that we follow. Jesse, where can we find you on the internet? <laughs> Unfortunately, you can find me on Twitter at Jesse Moriarty, and you can find me on Instagram at jesse.moriarty. And um, if they have to, where they, can they find you, Josh? Well, if they must, you can find me on Instagram at the Josh Pilt Show or uh, or on Twitter at Josh Pilt Show. Um, watch Midnight Gospel on Netflix. I'll stop advertising that at some point. Uh, all of our original music was composed and performed by Steve Wilder Blumenthal of WilderBlueMusic.com. Well, John, Jesse, Jingleheimer Schmidt. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, uh, guess there's only one thing left to do. A single thing. Uh, Yes, uh, uh, John, as we wrap up every show, we, we do a mm-hmm. little recap of what's happened, and then we all say bye to the listener in the most uh, nasty, obnoxious way we can. Uh, so, so, if you care uh, to join us... Absolutely. <clears throat> so, from the maniac-filled streets of Savannah to <laughs> the whimsical courthouses... To the uh, office, the telemarketing office where weird demands are asked for. To, to the, oh, go ahead. No, John, oh. take it. Absolutely okay. To the poetry slam uh, and oppressive violence that men <laughs> commit against women. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> And from the oppressive poetry slam all the way to Big Town. And from Big Town to your town. To your town. <gasps> Blah. Josh, episode Ooh. title. Patriarchy Poetry. Ooh, that's great. <laughs>